What are what are what are these? Uh, what? Go- Gordon? Not Gordon. Uh, these are Gorons. Thank you. I he was leaned like, over to me. I was like, I me. can't, I can't let this brain fart all the way out. I got to try to let it out silent but deadly. But you, you really just blasted the whole room. Thanks, I don't buddy. care. I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious, but not for you. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Stacy. He thrusts his fists against the post and still insists he sees the ghost. Butthole. Butthole. Mine was a little more elaborate, but all right. <laughs> We're doing our warm-ups, man. I was, doing, I was doing Stephen King there at the end. That was fun. I liked that. That was, uh, what was that? I love the word was, butthole. I think it's hilarious. Uh, you know, Mike Judge pretty much made a career off it. <laughs> right? And, and he's doing and all right. And for good reason. It's great. Oh, I love Mike Judge. I caught those boys behind the tool shed whacking off. With each other's buttholes. <laughs> With that nice We're going to be airy in the van picking each it. other's butts. Yeah, naked. What? What? Oh, Orange County joke there. That's a deep cut. That is a deep Jack Black reference. It's our second in two episodes. I'm proud of us. I like Jack Black. I like Weird Al. I like what I like. You love know? Weird Al. Uh, you had some homework to do, so we're gonna we're gonna. Oh, that's right. We're we gonna have... touch on that first. We're gonna uh, focus. Yes. yes, Mr. James, I have homework. Uh, laser, I have it ready to turn in right now. Laser focus, man. That's us. That is us to a T. Well, I mean, Dragon Heart. Evident- Shit, Dragon Slayer. You're supposed to watch Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Not the one with the Quaid. The one with Vigo's Mc- assistant with the McNichol with McNi- with Christy McNichol <laughs> <laughs> with Christy Yamaguchi. Oh, Dragon Slayer. There's some deep cuts. All right, enjoy those <laughs> as you Google them now. Like, what are they talking about? Uh, Google is your friend. You'll that, find out. That went wild. Yeah, back to 1981's Dragon Slayer, starring Peter McNichol. I. What did you think of? Did you watch the whole movie? I I watched the movie in two parts because as as we've discussed numerous times, our attention spans are not awesome. I I'm a multitasker. I don't know how you. Even when it's homework that you're supposed to be paying attention to, I don't yeah. know how you consume everything, but I will tell you that when I consume things like this, I'm usually doing like two other things. I do this weird thing where I'll be watching a show that I like, that I'm enjoying, that I'm having a good time. Yes. And I'll whip my phone out and start scrolling through Reddit or whatever, and then I go, wait a second, I'm watching a TV program, I have to stop. And I stop and I'll rewind the show because I do not know what's happening now. I will actively be frustrated with myself, yes. Yeah, and I'll be like, stop it. Stop Stop. doing this. Why are you the way that you are? Um, Because, one, that's the way technology is training us, and two, we are just prone to that kind of thing anyway. Right. That's what I think. I'm trying to find a freaking torch. Oh, wait, no, I sing the... I play... By the way, uh, you're you're listening to... uh, A show. You're listening to a show. Believe it or not. It's called a thing. Uh, Oh, yeah, we have a name for it. It's uh, Watson and... I'm Watson. Watson and... James? You're James. Yeah. All right. And we're not playing. No. That's the name of the show. That's something like it. Real I don't quick, know. quick, I got to play Sarius. No, I got to play Zelda's Lullaby. Play the lullaby, and we'll talk more about Dragon Slayer. Oh, crap. I said it back. Did, how's the song go again? I'm playing on an in, I'm playing on a genuine N64 controller, by the way. A, C, B. What do you have, stupid fingers? <laughs> I think I might. That's why I never made it past recorder, baby. There we go. Um... 
All right. <laughs> you got again. You got, I, I had I, to find the C button. It's not yeah, in this normal no, spot. Yeah, it's cool. The whole show will grind to an. It's a special microphone. to a hold here while while you figure out the simple chord progression of one of Zelda's songs. That it should be tattooed on your brain by now. I'm playing on a microphone. It's tattooed on your arm. <laughs> it should be in your brain. That's it is in my brain. You fucking poser. <laughs> what a poser. What, what a f- fucking poser. <laughs> no. Um. So Peter McNichol. <laughs> You are like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> I real I I'm in my in my little studio dungeon where I've got my drawing table and I've got a, a TV next to it, so I'm kind of doing a little bit of drawing and I'm watching. Yeah, and I'm enjoying. It's great, but I watched it like I said in two parts. Took a little break in between, ate and kind of hung out a little bit, and then really tried to focus on the last half of the movie because it's like you said, I you, you get actively. Feel yourself being away. It's also not a very good movie. That doesn't help. It's weirdly it's paced, like, it's, and it's got some plot twists that I was like, "Wait, what? Did I even <laughs> process that?" I even asked you. I think earlier, I said, "Did I, I? Maybe I just missed something." But there's a horse that appears at the end for no reason. It's not exactly a captivating movie, is it? No, it is captivating, but not for the reasons that. <laughs> That a good movie a, is captivating. What a hot beat! Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's their whole. That's their whole character. I just did that one guy that hot. was running for president. Sound. Do you remember are, that guy? What are what are what are these? Uh, what, go, Gordon. Gordon. Uh, these are Gorons. Thank you. I he was leaned like, over to me. I was to like, ask I me. can't. I can't let this brain fart all the way out. I got to try to let it out silent but deadly, but you really just blasted the whole room. Thanks, I don't buddy. care. I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious, but not for you. <laughs> they eat rocks or something. I don't know. Uh, no, their whole thing is hot. Hot rocks. Hot rocks. They, they eat rocks. <laughs> they live hot. They eat rocks. <laughs> the Gorons, they always... By the way, we're playing Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, if you're listening and you're like, what are you talking about? We're talking about Gorons. We're talking about Dragon Slayer. <laughs> We're talking about Industrial Light and Magic doing this movie and Star Wars within two years of each other. Legalize and then, it! And then being like, it's on par. This is up to our standards. We're, We're about ta- to do Return of the Jedi, baby. What do you mean legalize it? We're not talking about that. We're talking about lots of stuff. Legalize it, man. Legalize it. No, those are terrible. I hate that old... Like, man? That's the whole accent? Man? That's it? I like to think it's a little more uh, nuanced. It's not. It's not. It's horribly horrible. <laughs> oh, you Chet fucking Hanks. It's not nuanced. You're not doing an homage. It's horrible. It's a bad time. It's a bad time for everybody, but we didn't know any better. Who could have known? No one told me. No one told me, and I didn't have enough life experience to even know that there was something to know. Like my only, my only, ex- my only exposure to that culture was through Cool Runnings, and that's pathetic. You know, Hans Zimmer did the music to that. I did know that actually. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Fact. I like to, I like to remember about that movie. It's a weird little fact. Who did the music for Dragon Slayer? Did you check? I usually do. Damn you! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you usually do. Uh, Surprised you don't have an answer for me. Ah, sorry. It's all right. It doesn't matter. I hit you good with the industrial light and magic trivia, though. Come so, on, that was fun. I kind of watched it because it's passing. such a shitty movie, and they have such good movies under their belt. It's nice to remember that they're not a hundred percent accurate. Right. Uh, Dragon Slayer is not in my top three because it's a good movie. It's in my top three because I am always down to watch it. I am all about that sentiment for movies. I think that should be the basis of a lot more lists. Right. People are always like, you like bad movies. I'm What's like, no. the be- Let's argue over the best movie. Let's try to ob- objectively 
contemplate and fucking quantify subjective art. Yeah, that'll be productive. Yeah, don't do that. That's, That's a bad time. Fucking stupid. What's fun is to say, hey, check out this thing I like. Let's talk about it. Right. Maybe let's watch it together. Let's actually watch it. Let's share a thing. Let's not just establish our identities through other people's art. Huh? Let's, let's not build our whole fucking persona around whether or not we had a Fight Club poster. People are like, you like that movie? No, it's a stupid movie. Have you ever seen it? No? Well, then let's watch it. I don't, no, don't want to watch so it. I'm so hot on this. I'm, I'm on film Twitter quite a bit. I'm sorry. I just, so you see these just idiots, just idiots making the same stupid observations about the same five movies. You know, if you subscribe to cult movies on Twitter, almost every post is about Jaws. Right. For some reason. What's that about anyway? How'd that even happen? I don't know. It's good. It's Jaws, The Godfather, and there's maybe like one Citizen Kane. There's always like every couple months there's a Citizen Kane debate. That's one bad hat, Harry. And I, I did see someone who made a very valid point who said, hey, if you're having a bad time and finding a lot of toxic bullshit on your Twitter stuff, it's the people you follow because if you're on the stuff I'm on, it's pretty chill. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, but also there's only so many different accounts talking about David Lynch. I think we're the only Twitter account that was posting about Dragon Slayer last week. I don't think anyone else was posting about... It was not a trending hashtag on the Twitter. It didn't pop up immediately when I started that hashtag. No, it did no, not uh-huh. already stop. It was not already established. No, we're getting that fire going all on our own. Fuck this. I'm going to the Dodongo Caverns. I expect half of that royalty check this month, Peter. Okay? Make with the, make with the royalties. What's some other stuff that he was in? Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. What's some other stuff he was in? End of list. Oh, no. Those are my cultural references, right? Yeah. And uh, one just happened yesterday. He's been in other stuff. There's no he's, denying that. He's a very famous character actor who was everywhere for several years in those types of roles. And great. Great at them. Right. Uh, Not to throw any kind of disparaging remarks towards Peter. I know we're being flippant about his career. But, no, he's great. And I loved him in Dragon Slayer. I just... What an unlikely protagonist. And that's what I liked about it, and that's why it was relatable, because it's just some guy, he's, he's, he's acting cocky like he's got it all figured out. He doesn't got shit figured out. No, he's really playing that, uh, that Luke Skywalker, kind of Mark Hamill, young, I, I want to be cocky, but yeah, I'm not Harrison Ford. He, he doesn't know how to do anything. You know, but yeah, he doesn't know how to do anything, and it's, that's like, explicitly clear at every turn. He shows up, he shows up for, at, at work, and he's like, I'm sorry, my boss just died. I, I don't know what to do. I'm, also, time out. Why did he say, you can, you can stab me, and then the guy just stabs him and he dies? Just straight up stabs him and he dies. You know why? Because it's a Disney movie? No, no, no. The amulet. There has, oh, I was going to say, there has to be a death of the like, a parental figure at the beginning of a Disney movie. His stupid apprentice, Peter McNichol, played by Peter McNichol. Yeah, the, really the real protagonist of this movie is an amulet. He runs back outside. No amulet. No amulet. Sorcerer is like, hey amulet i needed that otherwise this isn't gonna go my way he's already said go ahead try to kill me it'll be funny boy there's so he's got to go through with it okay yeah i guess so he has to save face he died to save face i think he's an idiot maybe i was (laughs) maybe i was drawing some ninja turtles fan art when that particular plot point happened because yeah i glossed over and he's like yeah stab me and then he did (laughs) and he just did and then and I was like, okay, so he's going to get back up and he's going to be like, I'm a wizard. And nope, he didn't get back up. It Smar- just immediately shifts perspective Smarmy, to Peter McNichol. Smarmy bedhead McGee was like, all right. It's like, I know you spent the last 15 minutes following this wizard, but 
Turns out this guy's the star. That guy's dead. All He's right. super dead. And I still. Oh, this is a fun way to start the movie. <laughs> big spoiler, by the way, is that well, that that was a, all of that. That's a spoiler. Uh, the movie came out in 1981. If you haven't seen it yet, it's been out for a while. You had your chance. Here come the spoilers. Sorcerer Wizard Man comes back at the end of the movie and saves the day. Yeah. Peter McNichol could well, not pull it off. Peter, well, you could argue Peter McNichol pulls it off, but with the caveat. Because the wizard comes back. Yeah, yeah. That's why he came. Like, But the movie's about Peter McNichol realizing that, one, it's cool to call someone by their first and last name all the time. All the time. And two, he did. He did. He was able to realize the thing he needed. He, you know, he was able to pull it off, I think, with the help of the wizard, obviously. But that's kind of the whole point. I think, I think the point of the movie was like, hey, man, you should probably ask for help sometimes. No, the real magic is the... Virgin we discovered along the way. That's the message of the movie. <laughs> I don't know what the message is then. <laughs> this well, movie sucks. Okay, look, he's like, I had the magic in me, but it's because I found this virgin. Screw you, princess. I'm out this motherfucker. My exploding wizard boss just left me all his power. So when I That's was a, what I got from this movie. <laughs> when I was a kid and watched that instead of Dragonheart, I was so upset. Like I was so And yet me, you shouldn't have been because part, Dragonheart sucks too. <laughs> it does. Um but then I, I I watched it a second time because I had it for three days and I was like whatever I don't got anything else to do. No, I told you I told you explicitly I'm gonna watch this like ten more times. <laughs> you have to it's to a, like sponge every last bit of it. Exactly. The best part of the movie were the practical effects and it's something that I yes. miss in modern movie making. It's like what we talked about with industrial light and magic. I mean, come on, we give them shit and yeah, Dragon Slayer is a silly movie, but. Yeah, the effects are cool. That dragon was awesome. That the dragon giant was arm cool. that comes down and like and like swipes the virgin mm-hmm. away. Oh, it's freaking cool, man. That tomboy looking good. Those those costuming some effects. That's, that's yeah, I'm what, into it. What are you talking? I, you know, it, it's a plot point. Don't don't uh, act it's like not it's not a plot, plot point. point. What do you mean it's a plot point? Oh, I got my stick out. Oh, so geez. in this kingdom, there's a lottery to appease the dragon. By sacrificing virgins to the dragon, and, some, some, and kind the, of, some kind and of high fantasy bullshit. It's, it's that old. If you give it a virgin, it won't mess with your stuff. Kind of deal. Does That's what they eat, think, at least. I don't even know if that actually works. It's never actually established if that does work or doesn't. <laughs> I like the joke they made about it in uh, What We Do in the Shadows yeah. when they were explaining why they prefer virgin blood. It's kind of like a sandwich. You don't want somebody <laughs> to fuck your sandwich. Like if you could have a sandwich that didn't have a dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd prefer to not have that. Yeah. Um, well, it's that, yeah, it's that virginity. T- it's like a soda. Now, do you want a soda that you opened or do you want a soda that someone else already put their dick in? <laughs> <laughs> don't put your dick in my soda man that's not cool that's, wait that's that's a mixed metaphor i think is it no it's I think pretty, it's pretty straightforward I think it's sodas pretty, and dicks don't it's, mix it's pretty on the money right there it's pretty dope rhyme though <laughs> <laughs> anyway come back so, here Zalfos. i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you up so the way the king goes about oh this his hat is a lot awesome. is a lottery and he goes all right so if you're a virgin your name goes into a hat Suckers. I, don't know, I don't know if this is the honor system or what, but basically, if you're a virgin, you're in this hat. If we pick you out of the hat, then oops, you're getting sacrificed to the to the dragon. So the way one of the main characters sucks to be you, asshole. That's all a long way of saying one of the ways the main characters gets around this is by first of all, just fuck somebody, <laughs> right? Second of all, or live your whole life as a man. Yeah, what, that's what she does. You can't just fuck somebody. 
And I don't. I, here's my thing about like medieval times. No, and, it's pretty cool though. And and any kind of movie like this is that the, the father is always extremely involved in the uh, the daughter maintaining her. Yeah, the, the dads are always fucking her ti. Cleanliness, her cleanliness or whatever. Doctor, I think you should check her hymen. Like they're that level of in, of weird and involved. It's I'm sorry, sir. Your creepy. daughter's your daughter's been tainted. How do you know? Sir, uh, Prima Nocta is just something that Mel Gibson made up. <laughs> yeah, it's not real. <laughs> That's just something old white men like to perpetuate. It's kind of like the plot of Braveheart. Completely bullshit. Fictitious. Right down to the mm, blue paint. Made up. <laughs> Do you Yo, know how hard it is to find that blue dye in nature? It's oh, fucking I know, ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. You know what's something I heard the other day and I can't stop thinking about? Look at these dirty Scots. They're not it, dirty. I they think, wash themselves. I think it's a George Carlin bit. There are no blue foods. There just aren't blue foods. <laughs> There's blueberries, but even those are purple. Like, it's spotty at best as far as the blue foods. <laughs> That's the only blue food that I can think of. Yeah. Your, I, li- your list is already over. You're like, There's blueberries, uh, etc. Cetera. <laughs> you could eat the feet of blue-footed boobies. Wow. Just the feet. Steve Wretch. Oh, sorry. Uh, you all right there, Armstrong, with anything, all your stretching? Anything's food if you want it to be. But Dra- Dragon Slayer doesn't dwell on Peter McNichol. You could eat Peter McNichol if you wanted to. <laughs> you could eat Peter McNichol. And, wait, would you still be a virgin? <laughs> he a certain kind of virgin? He definitely wouldn't be. Whoa. <laughs> no, I think the overall... I gotta tell you, our game... We are on it tonight. Killing it. Killing, killing ocarinas. <laughs> I think Can I might be able to... stop breaking my wait, ocarina? Wait, it's a flute, right? I'm, I'm, why do I think ocarina's an enemy? It's a potato that you blow into. Yes. That's the ocarina. I always thought it looked like a like the head of a golf club. All right. All right. It's that. It looks like a potato. That's a, sure. That's a potato. A blue ceramic potato. A blue ceramic... Mine's, mine's, that's a brown potato, sir. That is a baked potato. That is Ew. a. It's even got a little red, a little, a little green eye, thing on eye there. Growth. Yeah, that's a potato. You're losing it. That's uh, a let's see. Don't hit me. Oh come on, you got this. Oh jeez. So why don't I lock on? Where's this little? Yeah. Where's this little guy that pops up? See, you had to talk about being on it. Huh. And here, here comes the game to, to I mean, show I, you I, that I'm you playing. are not in fact on it. I think Navi just just said nah. Navi peaced out. <laughs> Navi says, you, you're on your own, dude. You're on your own, dude. You don't listen to me anyway. Does anyone? Hey, listen. Oh, don't. Don't even say it. You shut your mouth. Ugh. It's the worst. There she is. There she's back. Anyway. um, So so that's the plot point of her li- living as a man. Right. And you're super into that, and I'm su- apparently. I watched this, and it reminded me how much I'm super into that oh. trope. I don't know why. Or what it is we talked we touched on it a little bit with Doctor Girlfriend, yeah. When we were talking about whole, just like, the whole there's a there's a gender play there, but it's also kind of a blurry, but it's also defined and her it's, scratchy smoker's voice. You're into a, that? I'm into a certain. It I don't know tomboy is the old school term for it, right? I tried. What's the new school term? for I don't it? I don't know that there is a. I'm sure we're doing something wrong. I'm sure we're doing something wrong and offending people because there are queer coded characters who kind of fit some of that too. Where that's I, a I different thing. It's, I'm it, talking about straight women like Joe on the Facts of Life. <laughs> I'm talking about obviously straight badass women. motorcycle fixing women who would just as soon fist fight you as fuck you. Right. 
in that and very both, like both are on the table by the way in that very yeah both are on the table and she's gonna let you know it kind of way like that it it plays into the powerful woman it plays into the not trying to be a spoiled bratty girly girl kind of thing it's very much more of a hey you're going to see me as an equal if not a better it's the same reason that everyone liked Lady Dimitrescu from into it. the Resident Evil game. Right? Step on me, mommy. You get it. Yeah. No. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't go to a mommy place with it. No? Okay. Sorry. Not necessarily. Just to... Cl- What's although that? I'm interested in that, yeah. Let's unpack that, Let's then. unpack that. How about Let's we not, don't? How about, <laughs> <laughs> how about we not look too deeply into it? How about we don't unpack that? I'd like to be able to masturbate and then sleep, not stay up wondering why I can't masturbate anymore. <laughs> you don't want to masturbate and cry afterwards. That's not fun for anyone. Well, look, I'm just... It's called no one Consensual likes it. Non-Consent, no. and it's my favorite Tumblr blog. Uh, no. Ew. No. Ew. No. I just not no kink shame, no kink shame. You have fun consenting adults do whatever you want, but yeah, do whatever you want. But I'm gonna make fun of it. But I'm also going to be me and do what I want to do. I'm too. always gonna do whatever I want to do. I can't help myself. I cannot help it. So what? It, Get over here, it, mommy stuff aside. Oedipus complexes <laughs> aside, aside. All that kind of nonsense. People are always like, let's unpack that. And Sometimes. I'm like, let's not. That's when you say one thing and you fuck your mother. Yeah, I know what it is. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about... The the epic poems that I could. I want to talk about the epic poems written about it. No, I want to talk about the tropes of, of those types of characters that you just don't necessarily see as clearly defined anymore. Stand by, I gotta readjust. No, it's a good thing that, that we're getting more nuanced three-dimensional characters, obviously. If you're wondering if my crotch was pointed at the mic, you'd be correct. So, yeah, oh. the, the reason we I can point to Joe on the facts of life as being a good example, it's also a double-edged sword because each of those characters really only had a, you know, a two-dimensional uh, the one that, story. The one that pops out for me as far as tomboys in pop culture is the girl from uh, My Girl. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. spoiler alert, it doesn't go, it doesn't go his way. It doesn't go Macaulay Culkin's way in that movie. He straight up dies. He gets stung by bees a million times, super dead. And I'm like, the first time I saw that movie at a pretty young age, I was like... That's traumatizing. It's downright traumatizing. Because it is played for the realism of the... Of the situation, it is not a. Sometimes, oh man, he was allergic to bees. Wah, 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 wah. No, it's no. She screams and interrupts the funeral, and Dan Aykroyd has never been less funny. Right? You're like, I'm no longer having fun. Come I on, talk about ghosts or your vodka. I don't I, like this. I wasn't having fun to begin with, but now I'm really not having fun. Oh, you meant coming of age, coming of age. All right, we're gonna have some heavy stuff. Okay, okay. They you can't you, see without his glasses. They ask you the thing. Do you remember your first funeral? Because I sure do. I sure do. And it's. Not great. Boo. Go ahead and touch my dog, please. I'm going to go ahead and touch this Dane I was just requested. Yeah. You've been in a, oh, there it is. Yeah. Legally obligated to touch the my dog. tax. Anytime I see a dog come in anywhere, I'm always like, I'm going to touch that dog. I'm going to touch that dog. I'm going to ask gonna, before. I'm going to get consent because we are woke as fuck. I'm going to I'm gonna ask them and be like, well, I'm not even going to ask them. I'm just going to go up to them and say, I'm going to touch that dog. I'm going to touch. That's not. Don't do that. No. Well, they'll tell me no and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but don't. Don't put that on them. Oh, okay. I can't help myself. So it's all about reading the room, I think. <laughs> read the room, yeah. I read Just the room. read the room. Some... You're a smart guy. I don't think you're out there touching rando dogs without consent. I just think that maybe 
Some people I run into and I go, you're a busy yeah, body. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even going to ask. Yeah. Because I can already tell you're going to say no and you're going to be weird about it. Don't be weird. Don't try to teach me about service dogs. Like, I get it. Just just tell me no and move on. I get it. She's working. Yeah, how much do you get paid? Yeah, well, I enjoy human interaction when I'm working. So right. what do you want? Something tells me your dog's going to like the attention. You're a poor analogy maker that's what that is she's working well maybe she should get a better boss mm, she's not a robot mm, is she <laughs> right she get breaks she a union worker something important on your phone there uh mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going anywhere the room's not moving blindy let me pet your dog right <laughs> just take it easy just take it easy <laughs> just having a hypothetical argument with a blind person over their dog <laughs> that's horrible shenanigans that's hilarious but it's horrible shenanigans Oh, was there any uh, unnecessary male nudity in Dragon Slayer? I don't remember. There's a butt. Is there? Is it the old man butt? Was I right? I think so. From what I recall, yeah. What's that about? That's weird. Uh, what it's is the, that? That's that. That's that. That's that. You gotta have a little comedy, a little something for everybody kind of mentality of filmmaking. I think it's the same kind of thing. Where, like, you ever watch like the? Indian- <laughs> Look at it. You can see the skinny old man's butt. Well, you ever see like like a lot of Steven Spielberg movies? Kind of they're those. Four quadrant movies where they're they're trying to check a box, and there's something about inoffensive nudity that's non-sexual and stuff that kind of checks a box. Right, I think. and I think in the movie they made like Peter McNichol cast a spell and all his clothes popped off or something. Some something, bullshit like that. Something I, silly like that. Look, I wasn't taking notes, notes. No, for the, for the butt. If anything, I wasn't paying attention most of the time. You know what? Always speaking of random butt non-sexual nudity in a movie. Because it doesn't come up that often, so I'm going to take this opportunity. Okay, let's hear it. So, Dragon Slayer, although not distributed by Disney in the U.S., is technically a joint Disney movie. A joint venture? It's a joint venture, brother. (laughs) I can't. You have to say it. You have to say it every time. Someone says the word venture, you say brother. I say venture, you say... Brothers. Thank you. So, another Disney movie... Disney movie made in the 60s, Pollyanna. Familiar with Pollyanna? I like the song. The song's catchy. The Nirvana song, Pollyanna? No. Uh, the song's called Pollyanna. Maybe it's from the movie. I don't know. I don't, there's no, it's, it's not that kind of musical. It's from Earthbound. I remember that being okay. from Earthbound. All it right. was a song from Earthbound. Uh, they put, it's extremely, I'm very fond of it. Okay. Just like I am the game Earthbound, but that's oh, a whole, Earthbound's great. That's yeah. a whole other episode. That's a, we could do yeah, a whole series do. of Earthbound. We gotta play that game. Oh yeah, that'd be a good idea. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, I love. I really can. I can't. First of all, I just want to take this opportunity to tell you I love that. I'm gonna wrap up this episode with this story because one, this is not something I thought I, we were gonna talk about, and two, it's just a, ridiculous. All right, let's hear it. I like. I like ridiculous. Ow! Don't, so if you're don't not familiar slice with me, don't. Die. Don't, don't kill me. Don't die. Playing the easy game. Yeah, you're supposed to be. Come at me, bro. So if you're familiar with with Pollyanna, then this you know where this is going. If you're not, which I suspect most of you are not. Apparently not me. Pollyanna is a movie about a little girl who basically her whole goal is to cheer up this town full of grumpy people who are all grumpy for one reason or another, and she spends the whole movie teaching them why they should all be grateful and glad and there's the good side of life like that's her whole, she's a pollyanna it became a whole isn't this the, the plot to footloose basically okay less dancing in pollyanna more 
falling out of trees and becoming crippled. Less bacon, more cripple. It's pretty hilarious. Anyway, because that's the irony is that <laughs> in the she end, can't walk. The whole, in the end, the whole town has to come together and be like, see, Pollyanna, even though you're bummed out now, we're going to remind you what it's like to, you know, blah, sorry blah, blah. about your legs, girl. That being said, it's a Disney movie. It's it's Haley Mills. I love Haley Mills. Again, we're back to the tomboy thing because in the parent trap, Haley Mills plays the short haired version. Me and you're going tomboy to, version. Me and, me and you're going to therapy after this. We need to go to therapy. I'm I'm doubling up on my dosage of meds. But the beginning of Pollyanna is supposed to be this quaint little like turn of the cen- turn of the century. So it's like 1902 or whatever this takes place. All right, like there's still orphanages and gas lamps. Sure, but, yeah. But like there's also a trolley and a general store. And you shit. get back in the workhouse, all of yeah. a twist. Women are wearing petticoats, but like men have fancy pocket watches. So you know it's right around that kind of steampunky time if that actually existed. Yeah. Okay. So. Pollyanna is arriving in this quaint little town. That's the beginning of the movie. One of the things that you see in their little montage to show you how innocent it all is. Again, <laughs> that Steven Spielberg, it's the whole family oh, kind of thing. Oh, here, this here's Dr. Pepper's house. You see these, <laughs> you see these kids, and they're playing uh, in at the local watering hole. It was a Mr. Deeds reference? That was a solid Mr. Deeds not- reference. I just <laughs> loved that. I loved everything about it. Let's just leave that there because if you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. All right. Real recognize real. Got a minute and 15 seconds to finish this story. I was going to say, I was like, finish your story. I got this. Do it now. I got this. Montage of Americana. Literally the kid with the little wooden hoop. Doing the stick next to it. I can push it faster than anybody else, I've never seen it. I don't think even existed, but it symbolizes that time in America. The waffle cone had just been invented at the World's Fair in St. Louis. Waffle cones are dope. It's that slice of life. And in this montage, they show you for no reason at all, other than all that stuff I just said, bear boy butt. Going right going right into that watering like, hole. Ha, ha, these crazy kids. And for some reason, it gets a laugh. In that weird, innocent kind of way of not just like, the, uh, oh, isn't that isn't that boys will be boys and not in a gross way, just in a they're innocent children kind of way, not in a Mac and Me way. Yeah, not not in a Mac and Me kind of way. <laughs> the kid in the wheelchair fell in the water. That's hilarious. How did that wheel? How did he not? This, how did that, he not all die? That looked, no, how on did impact? It, yes. No, I don't care about that. I don't care about that the kid dies on impact. I care about why it looks so wonky when he goes down in the wheelchair and it just stays in the same position the whole fall. Right. That's not how things fall. That's not how anything falls. No, no, no. That's how this show falls apart. 